Hey, this is Obes. And this is Cha. And you're listening to Run the Play, the show that's sports, sports, and more sports. Mm-hmm. Basketball and football mostly, but something happening in the wide world of sports. We'll talk about it. Cha, what do we have first? First things first, this uh, NBA situation with China is ramping up. So far as Ted Cruz and uh, Alexandria or um, Ocasio-Cortez have gotten together and have written a letter uh, giving NBA recommendations of what they should do and how they should respond to China. That's how, that's how dire this has gotten. It's an international incident. Yeah. <laughs> caused but caused by one person <laughs> one person the, the the gm of your houston rockets that's right this nigga really got on twitter tweeted some shit that he did not stand behind and that he knew he didn't stand behind because <laughs> if he stood behind it the shit would still be up on his twitter account mm-hmm. he deleted that shit immediately Immediately he deleted that shit. As soon as there was any kind of pressure applied, that shit was gone. <laughs> oh, so okay, for the record, for those who may not be aware of what's happening, Daryl Morey tweeted out, okay, actually I need to take a step back even further than that. There has been a series of protests throughout this year in Hong Kong about the way they are governed by mainland China. I say mainland China, like Hong Kong is not. I think it's is Hong Kong an island? God, I sound dumb as hell right now. Anyway, (laughs) they're protesting the way they're treated by the Chinese government. They've been doing so all year. You know, people have tweeted and, you know, shown support for the protesters. I do not know enough about not just the current protests, but the history of Hong Kong and China. So Hong Kong used to be a British colony. Uh, England wanted to keep it forever, really, in perpetuity. That is no longer the case. They are not quite independent, but they're not under British rule anymore. So they have been allowed to be essentially a Western country because for the longest time, they were the biggest hub of production in China. So they they made the most money for China, so they were allowed to do what they want. Now, Beijing, Shanghai, other places make as much or more, in some cases, far more money annually than Hong Kong. So China's like, yeah, y'all niggas need to go ahead and get under this umbrella like everybody else. And Hong Kong is like, nah, bro, we we not, we not with that. <laughs> that's a very that's a very rudimentary uh, view on what's been happening with regards to Hong Kong and China. There's far more you could learn and know about that situation. That's as deep as I can get into it. But China, as you could imagine, is very sensitive to the fact that they're having this issue with Hong Kong. And just historically speaking, China has never been with the play play with regards to claims on their sovereignty. Yeah, right? no, so yeah, any, anytime not, yeah. you hear people talk about Taiwan being an independent nation, mm. I don't believe the United States recognizes Taiwan as an independent nation. <laughs> I, I don't think the UN recognizes Taiwan as an independent nation. There's a reason for that, because China doesn't, doesn't play that. China's like, no. There is no independent Taiwan. That that's China. Yeah. So 
Now to Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey decided in his infinite wisdom, and this man makes all kinds of interesting decisions. We talked last episode about how he's a, a, a genius as a GM. That's mostly true. This is still the guy that gave like 45-year-old Chris Paul like $160 million over four years. Not That's not a genius decision. But Daryl Morey in his infinite wisdom side, he's going to get on Twitter and tweet something. He tweeted a meme saying that he supported the protesters in Hong Kong. Knowing that the Rockets have all this business with China, they're basically China's NBA team. Knowing that the NBA is doing all this business with China, but more importantly, knowing that there's a bunch of NBA and specifically Houston Rockets personnel in China, like as he's out here tweeting this shit. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Putting everybody, not just putting the money at risk, so we'll get back to the money in a second, but literally putting people's lives at risk. China doesn't play that. Ain't no freedom of speech over there. Yeah. There, there are Houston Rockets employees in China getting ready for the, the Rockets are supposed to be playing games in China. These people are not safe because Daryl Moore decided he's going to run his mouth like this. And he's also fucking up the money. Yeah. Yeah. It's all bad. And but I don't then, see it, it seems to be getting worse. But then it's like. Because of this, like China's out here trying to strong arm a, a United States, you know, organization. And that's why you see Congress getting involved because they're like, well, no, China, you're not about to strong arm any of our businesses. You know, cause especially, that's the, like a, especially an institution like the NBA. Yeah, because cause that's a slippery slope right there. And so on that front, I'm kind of with, I'm actually with Congress where like we can't, I had to, while we can apologize and say and like try to mend the business relationship on a like a political front, yeah, that, that that's a slippery slope that I'm like we cannot go down as a country. We cannot go down that road as a country, like and like be bending to China's uh, whim or will or whatever. Will, yeah, yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> but here, here's the thing: the NBA knew who they were getting in bed with when they started doing business with China. Mm-hmm. This is how they are. This is how they've always been. Yeah. This is not a surprise to anybody. At some point, this is... I mean, you hate to see something like 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 a tweet be the thing that causes this, which is kind of weak on China's part, honestly. Yes, because Twitter is blocked in China. Yeah, nobody would have known. Nobody would have... Yeah, that, that, that's and really... Matter of fact, he, he also deleted it. It's like, it was done. Yeah. The only reason why your people know is because you told them. Yeah, like... <laughs> Honestly, like they 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 be they be acting real weak about stuff like this. The Chinese government. It's like, dude, everybody respects your sovereignty. Like whatever. It's like relax. I probably can't go to China now. But <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, they already don't want Nigerians there, but that's a whole nother discussion. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But yeah, they, they, they I honestly China looks real weak in all of this. Like, uh, for example, Anta or Anta, the shoe company that sponsors Clay Thompson, with with what the latest shoe I saw that they made for Clay is like a really slick Nike knockoff looking type shoe. <laughs> They're like, oh, we're not doing business with the NBA anymore. I'm like, nigga, Clay is the only person that wears your shoes. Like, you're hurting yourself by like yeah. doing business with the NBA. Yeah, it's not like there's a bunch of 
I have never seen anybody wearing those clay shoes, even though some of them look pretty cool. I've never seen anybody wearing the, the Clay Thompson shoes. I feel like there's people in China wear the Clay Thompson shoes. Yeah, in and, China. Yeah. And what, what what I'm saying is that I'm agreeing with you in that uh that's their biggest, you know, uh, athlete that's on their brand. Taking away him is gonna hurt the brand. It's, it's not even taking line. away Clay. It's like they were trying to do other stuff with the league mm-hmm. to gain more exposure. And I'm sure that's not something they want to do. I'm sure that's something that was dictated to them by the Chinese yeah. government. Yeah. But that but that but that still even goes to show you, it's like I think this has all gotten out of hand. I think China's a little bit too sensitive. Yeah, I think they're also honestly, I think China is trying to use this as as a perfect opportunity to try to impose their will on the United States. I think that's really what it is. I think they're trying to strong arm the United States and sort of start that shift of power you know because like this is because i think it's just an opportunity that was that they just took advantage of because like I, we just said nobody none of their citizens would have known about this unless they told them telling their citizens this has to be a calculated decision you know not to try to get all political on this podcast but that's what it seems like from the outside you know right why else would right. you? Why else would you make it a big deal? Because it's not a big deal. It's something that was said honestly within the borders of the United States. It'd be no different from like only difference is that I mean, yeah, he's a representative of the Houston Rockets, but again, nobody in China was gonna see it. So it's really just right. it, it, essentially it's just speaking stuff into the ether. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Plus, he deleted it and, and mm-hmm. apologized like immediately. Exactly. So, like, so again, it, it, I think this is calculated by China. There is, is always it's always deeper stuff involved. There's always money and power involved in this. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe Correct. at the end of it, they're just trying to strike a a better deal with the NBA and make it more lopsided or something. You know, it's always it's always money or power. Honestly, the NBA should just walk away. They like, should. Yeah, if they, 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 like if y'all want to be like that, fine. They should, cause it's it's mutually beneficial. It's not like China, like China's doing us a, or China's doing the NBA a favor. You know, like they're getting they're benefiting from it too, or else they wouldn't I be mean, in business together. I mean, yeah, it's it would be better for the United States to be able to excuse me for the NBA to have that relationship with China because there's like 1.5 billion Chinese people, and they all they all seem to love basketball. <laughs> so that's 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 more money you can make. But it's not like the NBA is not making like a shit ton of money anyway. Yeah. So so if China wants to be like that, it's like, hey, fine, we'll just go to Africa. That's what they should what they, do. Which is what they should be doing. Like anyway. Hakeem Olajuwon, the best rocket ever. You know what I'm saying? Start in Nigeria, which honestly Nigeria has if we being if we gonna keep it a hundred, Nigeria has a billion people. It's just the census is like impossible to do an accurate census of Nigeria. Yeah. But there's a lot I was of people. About to, I was about to tell a joke about why there's so many Nigerians, but that's not appropriate for this show. <laughs> so speaking of the NBA, the NBA this season has required that teams list their official heights of their players, not just like you know the general heights or like the, the you know the lies we've been told about certain players' heights. They are requiring teams to list the official heights within like the first week of training camp. And so I haven't been able to find every team's height, but I got a good bit of popular players. And so as the list grows, we'll talk about this, you know, on, on a weekly basis. And uh, Obi has not listened to 
uh, has not sorry and has not read any of the heights. I told him not to, so he's gonna stay right. off of the off of the interwebs with, with that regard. Because we're gonna play a game called Guess That Height. All right. All right. And, and, and I'm gonna I'm list excited. the player. I'm gonna list the listed height, and you have to guess what you think the official height is of this player. So the first player is Zion Williamson. You probably already know this one because this was like yeah, the first one, one to go viral. So yeah. yeah, he was listed as six seven, but his official height is six six. Uh, that's, that's not too. I mean, that that's not too bad. You know, yeah. it'd be one thing if he was like six four or something. It's six six <laughs> when he was listed at six seven. That, that's that's whatever. That's fine. And and also the only people I include are, are those who whose height discrepancy is by at least one inch. Because if it's less than an inch, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's whatever. Like for example, Chris Dasprazingis is like uh is a quarter inch shorter than what he's listed as. So that yeah, that counts that's as nothing. the as the height. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. So anyway, so Kemba Walker. Listed okay. at six one, what is his official height? Five eleven. Yes, that's correct. I don't yeah. have a I don't have a ding or, or a buzzer, so I don't, you know I don't. I mean, it. like I look at him, he he's one of those niggas that's like I'm six one. I'm like, and you're like you as like as an actual tall person, you're like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you, you're like no, you're like, and it's like. I'm six three. You're not six one. He's like, no, you must be six five. You know how many times people told me you must be six five when like I call them out on being like way shorter than they say they are. No, nigga, I'm not six five. I'm six three. You're five nine. It's okay. It's okay. So next player, Taco Fall. He's a giant. He's mm-hmm. listed at seven seven. What is his official height? I'm gonna say he's actually seven foot four. You're close. He's actually seven foot five. Oh, which okay. means that's he's not too bad. Still a giant. He's still freakishly tall. <laughs> Don't really make no difference. Just not as freakishly tall. Yeah. Kevin Durant, listed at six nine. What is his official so I, height? So I actually did see this one. He's six ten. Yes. Which, which is shorter than I thought he was. Mm-hmm. How, how tall you? I did thought he, he was, was seven feet tall. I did too. So he's so he actually didn't really lie that much about his height <laughs> when he said, "Well, I I list myself as six nine, but when I talk to the lady, I, I'm like I forget what he said. Somebody's being he says he says when when he talks to women, he says he's seven feet. So he's actually been lying. So he actually is lying. He's been about lying his both ways. Yeah. Okay. Well, shoot. I guess you know what I gotta get Karen Durant a little more credit then. Okay, because <laughs> I thought yeah. All right. All right. I see you, Katie. So Dwight Howard. Listed height six <laughs> eleven, and you and you should be able to get this because you've said this one for many years. Yeah, What's he's six nine. Yes, officially, finally, put it to rest. Which honestly shows how like how dominant he's been. He's six nine, doing seven feet tall stuff. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, Hall of Fame right now. Like you already knew he was a Hall of Famer before, but that's just like adds to his case in my opinion. The thing that's funny to me is. When he's on the like most people that are six nine, they like carry themselves a certain way. Like he looks like he's seven feet tall when he's out on the court. Mm, them long arms, that's what it is. Yeah, like he looks like a seven foot. He's not, but like even knowing like I've I've always known he's actually six nine. Like it's mm-hmm. like you said, it's something I've talked about for years. But you see him on the court, he looks like a seven footer, like yeah. a freakishly athletic seven footer. But no, he's not. Then also that dunk contest thing. Remember when he like he didn't dunk on like a twelve foot rim? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, all that's far more impressive now, <laughs> oh isn't it? Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Yo, hold up, hold up, hold up! Is White Howard silently like one of the coldest dunk contest winners of all time now? 
Mm-hmm. Oh makes all makes you think. Really <laughs> oh makes you think, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. We're gonna have to talk about Dwight Howard's career on another episode down the road. Yeah. We're gonna have mm-hmm. to now. Now he's now it's six nine set like um all-star center. Okay. Yes. <laughs> really. Dang, that's crazy. Derrick mm-hmm. Rose, listed height, six three. What is his official height? Uh I'm gonna say six one. That is correct. Yeah. Which also adds to his legend. Cause that's seriously freak, <laughs> freak, and again, one of those people that looks taller than he actually is on the yeah, court. Yeah, I thought he was six three. I really did think he was six three. Yeah, interesting. Which you know, because my assumption is that these people or they what? Actually, no. You can you tell me why um, players either lie about their heights or the teams list them at different heights from what they actually are? So. It depends on the player. Okay. If you're, if you, let's say you're, like Trace McGrady and Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan are infamous for this. I remember years ago, they were on this like legendary cover of Slam Magazine. All three of them on the same cover and they're all the same height, even though they're listed at dramatically different heights. So Kevin Garnett. Well, actually, so Kevin Garnett's taller than both of them, but then T Mac and Tim Duncan are listed at the or the same height, even though they're listed at different heights. So T Mac was listed at six eight, Kevin Garnett was listed at six ten, and Tim Duncan was listed at six eleven. So the reason they list so so T Mac is actually like six ten, mm. at least he was when he was wow. playing. He might have shrunk a little bit. He's he's wow. you know, he's aged. Wait, he's had back he's had back problems and all that. He was six ten. Playing yeah. like T Mac is actually six ten. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that, that, I know that is Vince, that, that that Vince Carter's cousin. Even freakier now, right? That is Vince Carter's cousin. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so they actually talk about this in the in the article. They interviewed all three of them, and Tim Duncan goes, "Yeah, I actually have them list me a little bit taller because I don't want to have to guard centers." Mm-hmm. So, like, if he's or no, so he doesn't have to guard um, people like T Mac. Mm. And T Mac goes, I'll list them, I'll them list me shorter so I don't have to guard people like Tim Duncan. <laughs> and then KG, who's actually over, he's probably like seven foot two, honestly. Word. I had somebody tell me that Kevin Garnett's seven foot four. I'm like, I don't think he's quite that tall. Wow. But Kevin Garnett is like a true seven footer. But same deal. He's like, I don't want to guard centers, I want to guard threes and fours. So if, I, if they list me at six ten, I don't have to guard centers. So you so you so for bigs, you tweak it so nobody's gonna be like, "Yo, T Mac, you're six ten. Why aren't you guarding Kevin Garnett?" It's like, no, why are like now because he's listed at six eight. People are like, "Oh no, he should be guarding Kobe." So now he has an advantage because he's bigger and longer than Kobe. And then you know Vince Carter and people of that ilk. Do teams like care about that stuff these days? Now that we have like six ten point guards and stuff, well, like as we move into this era of like positionless basketball, people don't care as much. Okay, but but when those three were playing, that was absolutely yeah. Amazing. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. But I wanted to make sure. I wanted to hear your take because you actually are in this basketball thing deep and heavy. Oh know? yeah. So and then and then if you're a guard, obviously nobody wants to be considered short like people talk yeah. about Steph Curry being small all the time Steph Curry is 6'3 well 
He's listed at 6'3". We'll, we'll see I, I, no, when, whenever I, I, that comes out. I think out. he's actually 6'3". I think he is actually 6'3". I, I, we'll we'll, I think he's actually 6'3". Yeah, whenever, he, whenever that comes out. His, his height hasn't come out yet, but I think he's actually 6'3 as well. But, like, people talk about him like he's, like, 5'9 or something. I'm like... So, anytime people say that, I'll, I'll say to them, like, do you think I'm tall? They'll be like, yeah, you're really tall. I'd be like, Steph Curry is the same height as me. They'd be like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah. All these niggas are giants. You're <laughs> like they just like Steph is literally. I don't think he, I don't know if he is right now, but for the longest time, he was the shortest player on the team on the Warriors. Yeah, the next closest person to him in height. Well, it's actually Draymond, who you might have him as one of the people. So I won't say yeah. his actual height. But yeah. the next person closest in height listed was Clay Thompson at six seven. So Clay is listed as four inches taller than Steph. So yeah. He looks small because he was the shortest person on the team, but he's not actually. He's a giant, just like everybody else in the NBA. So anyway, getting too far off track. Who's the next person? Isaiah Thomas, listed at 5'9". What is his official oh, This height? nigga is 5'7". 5'8". Okay. 5'8". I knew he would. Uh, see, anytime, <laughs> this just goes back to something that's just true of just men in general, especially men that are under six feet. Yeah. If a man there says is, he's if a man says he's five ten, he's five ten. If he says he's five nine, he's five six. No, if a man says yeah, but yeah, true. No, no guy is gonna lie about being five ten. A man will lie about being five eleven though. Yeah, and six feet. I've never met an actual six footer. Yeah, not once. I've met people that are over six feet. Yeah, because when I was five eleven, I was saying I was six feet. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. It's like I remember I was talking to a female friend of mine, and I was like, she was she was talking about she wanted to date taller guys, so she said it. She set her heights to six feet, and I said, "Do you actually want to date somebody over six feet?" She's like, "Yeah," and I go, "Okay, you need to set that to six two. Yeah, she and she goes, "Why?" I'm like, "Any guy that says he's six feet is actually five ten, five eleven at most. If he says he's five eleven, he's five nine. The only <laughs> the only true heights." Are like if somebody says they're five ten, they're probably actually five ten. Yeah. If they say they're five seven, they're probably actually five seven or five eight. But if somebody's like says they're five six, then you got to be worried. They're like they might be like five two. Yeah, because no, like yeah, nobody does lie about being five ten. That, that's a, that's I've an never seen a, somebody lie about being five yeah. ten. Yeah, because uh, yeah, so. Draymond Green. Well, I knew about Draymond Green since college. Yeah, I feel like because I feel yeah. like in college they actually listed him as his correct height. So he's six listed five. a yeah, he listed as seven six seven on the on the um, Warriors. But yeah, I always knew him as being six five. And my dad and dad was always like, if he was six eight, you know, he you know be be like first round draft pick da da da. But then I guess he's end up having that successful career that that we always wanted him to have. So at six five, very impressive. For real. Kyrie Irving, listed height, 6'3". What is his is official Is he 6'1"? 6'2". Okay. Which, that's what I thought he was, honestly. I thought he was 6'2". I thought he was, like, in shorter than Steph. And I thought yeah, Steph was 6'3". Yeah, every time he stood next to him, I'm like, like isn't Steph taller than him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is funny, because, like, nobody ever talks about Kyrie being small. Which is funny, yeah, because I'm like, I'm like, Kyrie's definitely shorter than Steph Curry. But I don't know. I don't know. I I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. Uh, you know, it's, it's probably because uh, he, he's dark, so he looks yeah, bigger. I, was, I guess. I was thinking that. Yeah. 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 Colorism is a is a is a painful thing. Jimmy Butler, listed at six eight. 
What is the he's official listed, Really? Yeah. What's the official height? Oh, he is 6'6". Six, 6'7". Six. Six, okay. I've never thought... I've never looked at him once and thought that nigga is 6'8". <laughs> I mean, he's a, <laughs> I never thought he was 6'8". I thought six, you were telling me he was listed at 6'5". I was like, that would be believable to me. 6'8", like, nah, nigga, you ain't no 6'8". Six, 6'7". <laughs> <here. laughs> okay. Okay. And that concludes this week's uh, segment of Guess That Height, the NBA Heights. Hopefully next week we'll have even more players... I'm curious, you know, about Anthony know about Davis. LeBron's height. LeBron, Anthony Davis yes. is Anthony Davis might be seven feet tall. I'm curious about LeBron. I feel like LeBron's like six ten at least. Yeah. If not six eleven. Yeah. LeBron's been lying about his height on the low side for a yeah, long time. Yeah. And then like I'm curious, you know, I'm curious about them. I'm curious about Kawhi's height. I'm curious. I'm just curious about like a bunch of players' heights. So I'm excited to see that. The audacity of some college football fans. I should just say fans in general, but we're going to talk about college football because a lot of these fans want to keep these players broke, mm. and that's reckless. It is. Uh, but we're going to focus on a Penn State fan that sent a very racist letter to one of the uh, dreadhead stars on the Penn State defense. Yeah, so... Hmm. That was a very troubling letter. So this dude, uh, I forget the man's name. It's not really important. But he graduated from Penn State. He and his wife graduated from, from Penn State in like the 60s or something. And he wrote, I think I think it was Jonathan Bernstein or something. What's the man's name? The football player? I, I, let me pull it up. So while, while Chop pulls that up, he wrote a Penn State football player who has dreadlocks. The man had a, a great game this past Saturday. He was awesome. Awesome enough that he stood out to this old man. And decided to write this racist letter, stating uh, John, that his Jonathan hair Sutherland ugly. is the is Jonathan the Sutherland. Name. Thank you, Jonathan yes. Jonathan Sutherland had a great game, lit it up for Penn State. Jonathan Sutherland has dreadlocks; he has tattoos. And this man wrote a racist letter saying that his hair looks ugly, and shouldn't his girlfriend or his coaches or his friends have told him that? And he needs to cut his hair and. He said we we would love to see uh, dress codes and you know hair codes and all that stuff brought back, like appearance codes brought back. And then you know people just called the letter racist, and he goes, "No, it wasn't my intention. I just don't want them to look like those Miami or Florida State guys." I'm like, "Okay, so you decided, you decided to get more racist? <laughs> yeah, decided to double down, triple down, almost ridiculous." Like, okay, first of all, what do you care? But what what the what these niggas hair look like? Like, like if you if you just don't want black players on Penn State, just say that. Yeah, you you know how it is. Um, everybody has to police blackness. Even black people be policing blackness. You know, so it's it, it's a drug. Y'all gotta y'all got kick that drug. That actually gets me. Speaking of policing blackness, if you follow the Chicken Social. One thing you may have seen earlier today is that I posted a poll where I asked. It's gotten 38 votes so far. If you haven't seen it, that's not going to be up by the time you listen to this. But <laughs> it's pinned to the chicken social right now. And the question I asked, because I had a discussion with some with a couple people, uh, and including some family members, where I asked if the Republican Party wasn't racist. So it's the same party that it is now, but just not racist. Everything else is the same. What percentage of the black population would be Republican? And the choices were less than 30%, 30 to 50%, or more than 
So far, 50% of our voters have said that it would be between 30, 30, between 30 and 50% of the black population would be Republican. And I think that's sort of in line with what you're talking about with regards to black people policing other black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that poll is interesting. Poll is very interesting, but it's not a political podcast. So I won't go too deep into that. But yeah, as a person with uh, dreadlocks, very long dreadlocks, almost to my waist now, you know, I've been keeping it healthy, keeping it clean, you know. Uh, it's, I've had to go through that where, you know, you you get into that job interview and you can just tell that you're not going to get the job because they are, they're just judging you on how you look. Right. Like it doesn't matter. And every job interview I've always gone into, like my my dress was like just freshly twisted and tied back, my face clean shaven in a fresh suit, you know, and oftentimes it doesn't matter. Matter of fact, I went as far as to make sure that my picture is in all my job profiles, like my LinkedIn, my uh, Glassdoor, my Indeed, all that so that I can just avoid those employers altogether. So you see how I look. If you don't want to bring me in because of my appearance, you can just bypass me immediately. So we ain't wasting either of our times. But uh, yeah, I know. I know. Very recently, earlier this year, I absolutely killed the interview. But I knew I could tell. I knew that they weren't gonna hire me for that job. It was based off of the like the questions they asked me. They were trying to they were trying to trip me up and frame me as being lazy. Uh, the first thing they asked me about was my hair. They tried to make it say like, oh, how long have you been growing your hair? Why are you talking about my hair? Why are you talking about my appearance? That's the first thing. That's inappropriate. Because if we work together, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be talking about my appearance. That's inappropriate. You know what I'm saying? Like in the office space. So I could just tell. And it's and it's it's terrible to see people still having those same perceptions, even though we've had like we have examples of like people being great people regardless of how they look no matter if they have piercings or tattoos or like long hair or you know quote-unquote unkempt hair or whatever you know what i'm saying so it's 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 not surprising but it is sad it is ignorant and we need to stop giving those people um, our energy honestly it's just like if and if they're in a position of power that's one thing but if it's somebody like like this penn state fan we're just gonna say uh you just gonna damn him to hell and just keep move, keep it moving because he ain't worth he, he ain't worth my energy he ain't worth Jonathan Sutherland's energy I don't even I wish I I wish Jonathan Sutherland had just been like yo f you like just 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 tweeted f you and just kept it moving he he tweeted like a whole statement and stuff I'm like brother mm-hmm. you don't have to do none of that you don't have to because because essentially my opinion when you have to make a statement in some way is like you apologizing for your blackness and I'm tired of us apologizing for our blackness. So you should, and if it was me, I would have just said F you and I would have kept them moving and nobody would have got mad at me. My coach wouldn't have got mad at me because, especially because the Penn State coach is a black man himself. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll be damned if any fans got mad at me. You know what I'm saying? Cause I would have said, I would have said F you too. Cause if you, cause if you, if you get mad at me for saying F you, you trying to tell me to take the high road when this man went out of his way to be racist. He wrote, he wrote a letter. He wrote a, and sent me and mailed a letter. That is, that is, takes dedication. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so the most he gets is an F you. That's that if that was me. So John, so, so John, you ain't gotta apologize for your blackness or ever apologize for your blackness, my brother. All right. Don't ever do that. If anybody ever sends Jonathan Sutherland a letter like that, I hope he just tweets it out and leaves it to the streets. Yes. She belongs to the streets. Hey. Finally. Everybody's favorite segment. College football week second. 
I meant to say week seven. Them. I think I said week second, but I got I just got excited and started tripping up my words. It's <laughs> it's the segment that's censored because the other college football selection show of a similar name is trademarked and stuff. Anyway, we're gonna do it a little bit differently this time around because it's it's be too many games sometimes. So we're really just going. So we're gonna go through the the list pretty fast, but we're gonna focus on the big games at the end. So start with the Friday games. We're just gonna go through these picks. Uh, number twenty, Virginia at Miami. Who you got? At Miami, you said. Yeah. Virginia. Ooh. Yeah, I haven't. I don't think Miami's looked good this year, so I'm gonna go with uh, Virginia as well. Colorado yeah. at number thirteen, Oregon. Oregon. Number twenty five. Yes, yeah, uh, Oregon. Number twenty five, Cincinnati at Houston. This is Saturday. Houston's gonna take it in the upset. Ooh. Yeah. You UH got it. Ooh. So South Carolina at number three, Georgia. 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 Big. Yeah. Florida State at number two, Clemson. Ooh, I know your pick. Florida State. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's your pick. <laughs> <laughs> We might have to come back to that one if we have time. Washington State at number 18, Arizona State. So Washington State is in a little bit of disarray. Mm-hmm. They fired their uh, – no, they didn't no, fire left. but their defensive coordinator resigned last week. Yes. And then, that, that was like this after – that was like a few days after that infamous – After the last game. Yeah, yeah press conference from mm-hmm. – uh, you know what? I like Arizona State. Arizona State is very strong on defense. Yep. And Washington State's been struggling. I like I like Arizona State. I was going to pick Arizona State regardless of that disarray because Washington State has not impressed me this year. And Arizona State, uh, Arizona State, them like that. Just that <laughs> their coach is just he he plays to win, man. No matter how many points he scores, he's going to score one more point than you. He's going to win the game. But he, they did lose to Colorado though, which is kind of weird. Michigan State at number eight, Wisconsin. I actually like Michigan State to bounce back and beat Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Same. Because like like we said, that if, that second quarter was when Ohio State exploded, but like and now I have to do with, with the, you know, fatigue on uh, Michigan State's um side, but that first third and third and fourth, Michigan State showed some things. So I think I think Michigan State got this one in the back. I think Wisconsin is a bit overrated. Penn State, number 10, Penn State at number 17, Iowa. Iowa bounces back. You think so? Scores scores 17 points. They win 17-14. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Penn State, I I'm, I don't believe in their offense. I don't believe in their offense one bit. I believe in their offense, but I think I, Iowa is just weird like that. Yeah. They are good one. They are good for one big upset like that a year. Mm-hmm. On the, the years that they're – this is not one of their, like, elite years. Mm-hmm. They have elite years. They go, like, 11-1. And then, like you know, get smacked in the in the bowl game. It's not one of those. It's not one of those elite years, but it's like mm-hmm. a pretty good year. So this is. They're not going to beat Ohio State, but this is like this is the, this is the, that win that they're going to get this year. Was difficult. Well, Iowa got that man. Um, what's my man? Gino Gino Stone. I think he's on Iowa's team. He is cold. He is a cold safety, and so and Iowa already plays that two deep safety. Uh, and so the fact that they have a cold safety back there that's like busting through and like making plays in the backfield, I like Iowa. I'm still surprised they lost to Michigan, to be honest. USC at number nine, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. 
Yeah, I don't. The fact that USC is unranked, you know, they, they they be wanting to rank USC like every year. So yeah, the fact that they're they'll, unranked, they'll, they'll, they'll take any excuse you give them to rank <laughs> USC, and they're yeah. not ranked. So, so that, mean, that means they're bad. So the time for the big games. Yeah, high noon Eastern time game on Fox. Number six, Oklahoma at number oh not at but it's neutral site game versus it's number, in Dallas yeah uh, yeah yeah that's, Dallas, that's is, Dallas is closer to <laughs> feels like it's closer to Oklahoma than it is to Austin. Austin yeah so uh versus number eleven Texas Let's so last year it. I had to watch this game with a Texas grad uh that was not so I, was, I was rooting for Oklahoma wait, wait not, the first oh the first one the, the the regular season one. I guess not yeah, the um, okay. regular season one. Yeah. I'd broken up with her by the time the conference championship game came along. Okay. It was much more enjoyable to watch that one. Uh, <laughs> but that, that's neither here nor there. Let's not get too deep into that. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I'll say about Oklahoma. Um, their defense is better this year than it was last year. I think we, we would both agree on that. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not where it needs to be to be is, like nationally is any competitive. Big, is any Big 12 defense where it needs to be? Ever, I'm. What I'm saying is, I don't think what what what, what I mean by needs to be is. Remember, they played Oklahoma, uh, Alabama last year in the playoff. Uh-huh. They were averaging like 50 points a game, mm-hmm. but they couldn't stop that like initial deluge. Like, had they had they held Alabama to like 10 points in the first half, hell, first quarter, I think they would have won the game because by the t- but as the game wore on. Kyler Murray started doing Kyler Murray things, and Alabama didn't have any answers, but they had built up a lead that they could just sort of uh, sit back on. Mm -hmm. So I think if Oklahoma had a defense that can just resist, to basically do what what Michigan State did, which is hold like a powerful offense to like six points in the first quarter and allow the offense to get a groove and then start to hum, that's what they need. They don't need to hold people to 10 points a game. They just need to... They just need to slow the other team down in the first first half of the first half. So, like, the first quarter and a half. And then let the offense just do their thing. I think they're close to that. They're not quite there, though. But I think their defense is going to be good enough for Jalen Hurts to just run rough shot all over Texas. I, I, I know that Jalen wants to do Texas dirty because they didn't recruit him oh. the way he wanted to. He wanted to go to Texas. He grew up a Texas fan. Oh, yep. That, that would do it. So with me, what I've noticed with Sam Ellinger is that if you just hide that linebacker, that middle linebacker behind that defensive line and drop him back, he's going to throw it right to him. Or he's going to run right into him. Because Sam wants to throw in the middle of the field and he wants to uh, run wants to pop through the middle once the pocket breaks down around him. So what you need to do is keep a spy and disguise that spy in the coverage, just hide him. Then as soon as he throws in the middle, get the pick. He's he's good for one. If you actually play him, if you if you if you run your defense properly for him, you you gonna get some picks off of him. He's not a good passer. All right, I don't know why people. I I've seen some teams actually get it right, but I don't know why y'all why y'all like not putting a spy on him. He's going he he's a powerful runner, so he's gonna take off. But if you got a linebacker there, you know he, he ain't. To stuff him before he even can even get going is going to be some trouble. Yeah, once once he gets going in the open field, he is incredibly yeah. difficult to take down. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's he's very shifty. It which is weird because he does not look shifty when he starts running, but then you're like, oh, he just broke like five tackles. Yeah, 
So you got to get him before he gets going. Exactly. So who do you pick? Who do you like? You say you like Oklahoma? I like Oklahoma. Close like, one, but I like Oklahoma. Jalen like Hurts has just been balling, man. Yeah, <laughs> Jalen Hurts been killing people. Yeah, I, like, I like Oklahoma. I like Oklahoma as well. Yeah, man. We'll see. Because, you know, Tom Herman, that's the thing. Like like you were saying, they need to slow them down that first quarter. Because, you know, that, that initial couple scripts that Tom Herman has drawn up is going to be vicious. You know? Yes. It's going to be vicious. And, and, like we've talked about on this show and we talked about on the Chicken Social as well, Tom Herman is a very arrogant coach. Yeah. He figures that he only has to prepare for, like, the four or five big games they play a year. And you saw that they struggled in the first half against who was it they just played? Whoever it was. Yeah, I forget. They, they struggled. They struggled early. And I said this on Twitter because he didn't think he had to prepare for them. He's like, we'll just prepare for Oklahoma. They they prepared very well for LSU, even though LSU's offense was just too good. I'm sure they're very well prepared for this Oklahoma team. And they'll be prepared when they play. Oklahoma again in the Big 12 championship game. <laughs> but they don't prepare for the, for the weak teams. This is not a weak team. I, I expect Texas to look really good. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's going to be enough. Like we're going to see Tom Herman crying at the end of the game just like against LSU. <laughs> the next big game is at 3.30 Eastern time on CBS. Number one, Alabama Versus number 24, Texas A&M. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, is, this is a big game? It is. It, 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 it's, it's a slow 230 uh, lineup. It is. It Alabama's going to win this, honestly. Yeah. They, I, think, yeah. I, think, I think A&M didn't have to play that gauntlet of a schedule that they have. They had the potential to be a closer game. But they've already played so many tough teams. They still got to play some more tough teams. Like, it's not... Honestly, I think I think this A and M team is better than they were last year, but the the teams that their, their schedule is just impossible. Mm. Yeah, I don't really know. Too, I I don't know too much about like either team. I just know that Alabama is really good. So and their receivers have, are just too fast. They're yeah, too oh good. yeah, that's what it is. They, they got those. They got those four like NFL receivers on their team. True. Yeah, Alabama by like like three scores. Mm-hmm. So this is actually a big game, though. All right. 7 p.m. prime time ESPN. That's 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 a classic channel. Number seven, Florida. At number five, LSU. Who you oh, like? it's at LSU. Oh yes. So Ooh, I know yeah. LSU. Last I checked, was favored by 13 and a half. Mm, that's that's a lot. Be- because like I said, Florida is not actually good. So that Auburn oh. is bad. Oh okay. Okay. You remember Florida whooped up on Auburn last week. Mm-hmm. And I said on the Monday episode. That Auburn's just not nice like that. Florida's not that good, but Auburn's just is I'm not gonna say they're trash, but they're they're not very good. But that being said, you always say that well, when you play not so good teams, you should um destroy them. Right. And they didn't they didn't quite destroy them. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought they should have left the third string court, I guess currently backup quarterback Emory Jones in. That was the type of game that he would have thrived because he's much more mobile and it would allow them to run to open up the passing game. But Dan Mullen just does not want to do that for whatever reason. It's weird. Here's the thing. That LSU offense is ridiculous. Joe Burrow, that boy ain't missing, bro. Joe Burrow looking like Trevor Lawrence last year, bro. This shit's crazy. 
Like he, he threw an interception last week. And I sat there and for a second I was like, what? <laughs> did, you, did I just imagine that? Yeah, man. Like that, I, that LSU offense is scary good, bro. And I, they have, they don't quite have Alabama receivers, but their receivers are bigger than the Alabama receivers and almost as fast. They just don't have as many of them. They only have like three, whereas Alabama has four. But yeah, LSU might be Alabama this year. That's how nice that offense is. So I say all that to say this. LSU covers. So that means that they're going to win by at least 14 points. Man. LSU got one of them quarterbacks that you love if he's on your team and you absolutely hate when you're playing against him. Because no matter how good your defense is, he's probably not going to throw no kind of pick. You probably ain't going to throw any interceptions. I mean, what, what you might count on is is you getting like a strip sack or something. But Even then, he's man, really mobile. That's the thing. That's my thing. It's just like... You, you you just you just hey because you don't make no you don't really make those mistakes and you know so yeah he's got to be on your A he's got to hope your team is in your A game and yeah I don't see I don't really see Florida winning this game you know if it was in no. you know uh, what was it Gainesville is that where is that yeah. where Florida's at yeah if it was yeah. in Gainesville which I don't they know how I, I, yeah they have a chance I don't know how the hell they came up with these names for these damn towns talking about Tuscaloosa. Gainesville like like that's such a college football town name like it you know I don't even Maybe, maybe you know, it's just like I don't, I don't get that. Like, is it just Arbor. a yeah? Like what? East what? Lansing, Cause what? like, cause like <laughs> Lansing. I don't know why it's not just in Lansing. I guess because because like the the state prison is there. They're like, no, we're East Lansing. It's different. <laughs> like whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know. Chapel man. Hill. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like that. <damn>. Athens, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Tallahassee. Man, man, Miami, Miami, Columbus, Ohio, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's all to say. Stillwater. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's all to say. LSU, LSU got it. Yeah, for sure. They should pound them. Honestly, they should send a message. Like we're the we're the number one. Team. I actually think so who, I think Ohio State's the number one team. But if I'm LSU, I'm out here to let let niggas know like we're the real Ohio, deal. Ohio State is absolutely the number one team, which is why because oh. I mean to, I'm gonna be honest with you. Michigan State's defense is cold. Like the don't and don't, Ohio State. You saw what God. happened in that second quarter. <laughs> yeah, like, like, don't 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 think Michigan State defense is overrated. No, 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 no. Michigan State and Michigan State's defense kind of came back in the second half and they and they st- stuffed the offense. But that Ohio State cold, like like they they made that mid game but like that mid quarter adjustment and just went off. That was crazy. So they yeah. had more yards and points in the second quarter than Michigan State gives up in entire games. Yes, that yeah. was I've never was, seen a team blitz Michigan State like that ever. Yeah, that under, was under wild. Mark D'Antonio, that is. That was wild. So I say that to also say this: I'm get, I'm picking also picking LSU to upset Alabama, and I'm picking Ohio State to destroy Michigan this year. Those two yeah. things are going to happen, barring injuries. Yes, not work. yes, barring injuries, of course. But like Ohio State and LSU to me right now look like the two best teams. Yeah, absolutely. LSU needs to get their defense a little tightened up, but listen, with that offense, they can they can give the defense some time. That shit is ridiculous <laughs> right now. That needs that's the national championship that I want to see. Ohio State versus LSU. 
That would be some good football. Oh, yeah. That would be Rem- some good Rematch of 2007. Yeah. Let's get it. And with that, we conclude college football week seven. So that concludes this episode of Run the Play. You can follow us on Twitter at the CSPod. That's T-H-E-C-S-P-O-D. The uh, official Twitter account for this show. Still under construction. Give it time. It's fine. Cha, <laughs> where can people find you at? You already know, man. Instagram, Twitter, at Cha is Nuclear. You can also check out all my music on NuclearKite.com. Check out my man Aziz's music on the same website. I've been working on new music. You know, it's October. I've took took like a month and a half off from working on music, but now I'm back in the studio. You know, I'm just, yeah. I, it, 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 it's some heat on the way. I'm just going to say that. It's some heat on the way. I'm having fun. Definitely more up, upbeat, up-tempo tracks now. You know what I'm saying? Now we got all the, all the depression stuff out the way. It's time to make some, some fun music. Time to have fun again. Yes, sir. So for Cha, my name is Obes. This is Run the Play. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye.